What's up ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Stupid, it's Tuesday the 22nd of December. Three days to go to the worst Christmas you've ever had. It's probably not, it's actually probably one of the better ones you've ever had to some people who don't have to do anything, who are thinking, yeah, I've got to have this, please don't open up the uh, restrictions, it means I've got to go, I've got to do, I've got to uh, visit I've got to buy presents, but if you're not going to be able to see anybody for another two or three months, you don't necessarily have to buy the Christmas presents for another two or three months, do you? You can tell them you've got them. You can just say, no, nah, yeah, yeah, I've got them. I'll bring them up in February when I see you. And then just buy them then in the sales, if you like. But don't tell them what you've got. Otherwise, you're going to be uh, none the better off because you've got to make sure you buy those particular presents. But you might be. You might get them cheaper. Or you might get it second hand. People will be, who, who did get them for Christmas will be selling them on eBay, cheap, because they didn't want them. <laughs> they wanted perfume and they've got a deep fat fryer. And you could buy the deep fat fryer for the person who asked you for a deep fat fryer. <laughs> who asks for a deep fat fryer at Christmas? <laughs> That's a relationship where the passions more than disappeared out of the relationship, isn't it? I want a deep fat fryer and, I want, uh, and I've got you. I, uh, what have I got you? I've got you a pair of slippers that clean the floor as you're walking. <laughs> Can you walk around and around and around until uh, the, the floor is completely clean? Um, anyway, but there's plenty of... Uh, what was I say? I don't know the panic buying at the moment, but the panic buying, everything at the moment, there might not even be any Christmas presents for you to buy. I've left mine. I've got to get mine tomorrow. <laughs> Last... I mean, I might do it tomorrow just so that I don't do it on Christmas Eve like I have done for the last two or three years. So uh, I try and I said to myself, I'm not doing it on Christmas Eve this year. So uh, I, even if I do it a day before, I've still kept to my promise, even though it's just as fucking fuck, fuck, fuck aldery. I don't know what the word, what word is it? It's, it's just as uh, stupid anyway. Fuck aldery. What's that mean? Um, anyhow, what I was going to say, it's uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're getting longer days as of yesterday. I don't know if we want longer days at the moment. Do we want shorter days because we're fucking stuck indoors? We want all the shit to pass. But we're getting, we're getting longer days. The shortest day was yesterday. Summer solstice. Summer solstice was yesterday. Winter solstice, beg your pardon, was yesterday. And uh, it means that the today we've had a minute extra. <laughs> One minute extra. And tomorrow we're going to get two minutes extra. So uh, And that's the way it's going to roll on. So that's all exciting, isn't it? We're on the, we're on the, uh, we're nearly, keep that going, we'll be summer soon, we'll be summer soon, summer, it will be summer soon, so we're getting a little bit of light relief, um, but, you know, we need fucking more than that at the moment, don't we, we need some really, 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 really good Christmas presents from somebody who isn't buying them a day before Christmas Eve, <laughs> you can get them a Christmas tree, I tell you what, B&Q, one pound for a Christmas tree, that'll make a good Christmas present, Anybody who hasn't been able to get out for, to buy themselves a Christmas tree because they've been stuck indoors, you can deliver them a Christmas tree for a pound. They'll think you paid 40 quid for it. But actually, B&Q are giving away... Actually, 60 quid they are. 60 pound, and they're giving them away for one pound in a massive clearance sale. So, are the panic buyers going to be going fucking... I bet like, panic buyers will be all over them. They'll be having a bit of fucking fighting over them. They'll have them sticking out of the sunroof, sticking out of the, uh, the, back, the back door... Stick it out of the passenger seat. They'd be like a family of Christmas trees. They'd be like, why the fuck have I got all them? I don't know, there was a pound. I've gone mad because there was a pound. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Same as what they do with the, the panic buying. They go like fucking 
raping the uh, toilet roll aisle and all the other shit that they don't need. What everybody else... I mean, I, I can understand to a degree the people who are stocking up on all the food, although they're fucking arseholes because they don't leave it for anybody else. And it's all stuff that, you know, is very readily back on the shelves anyway. But the ones who go for the toilet roll, they've got fucking something wrong with their head. And I'll tell anybody, watch Costco. There's a video. All you've got to type in is Costco toilet roll panic. I think that's what you've got to type in. Costco toilet roll panic buying. And watch them all when they open the door and they all just run past all the food. About 100, 100 or 200 shoppers with trolleys running, racing, because it's a massive long straw store. It's like supermarket sweep. They're sprinting through the store. They're coming along. all. You can see them going along all the different aisles, all racing to the same destination, which is the toilet roll at the very far end of the store. And then they're piling up these trolleys with it. And they're all laughing at each other, thinking, what are we doing? They're all laughing, thinking... Has somebody hypnotised me or what? <laughs> That's what it is. Have I been hypnotised? Did I go to fucking De uh, Darren Brown show last night? He's fucking had me at it. I would never, ever, ever, ever do this, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Who's going to get toilet roll for Christmas? Because somebody has overbought and they're going to be like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I'll tell you what, I've got no money, but I've got loads of toilet roll and I've got 10 people to buy a Christmas present for. Maybe I can, uh, you know, draw on them, draw Christmas trees on every square to make it not look like I've just given them a toilet roll. Um, a Christmas, at least it's a Christmas toilet roll then. Anyway, let's get off that one. A Yorkshire pudding fan ate 60, 60 Yorkshire puddings. This one's going to go down in history uh, for his family. He's going to be known as the guy in the family, proud, proud as Ponch's family are going to be, generations to come. He ate 60 Yorkshire puddings in three minutes to win an eating contest. <laughs> 60 Yorkshire puddings. And they're only little, I'll tell you what, I mean, that's, that's some of the Yorkshire puddings that I've seen, that's quite a good feat because they're fucking dry and they're big. Some of them ones that look like uh, you could wear them as a hat. Have you seen them ones? They're massive. Or, or like a bowl. You could, put, you could put cereal in them. That's how big they are. These ones are shit. They're small. They're tiny. I'm looking at them here. They're like little, uh, little custard tarts. They're really small. Although 60 is still quite a lot. I mean, if, if that was me trying to shove them down, I think I'd probably choke to death. But so he's done himself proud there. He's probably trained for that all year. He's put the hours in, put the training in, and he's come out tops. And he puts his success down to Yorkie battles with his sister, which he always wins. He's got to be fat. I can't even see his face. He don't look too. He looks a bit like he could be fat. He looks like he's got chubby cheeks. So uh, if you are fat, that's your fault. <laughs> You're eating fucking Yorkshire puddings and nothing else. I'm sure they're fattening. Anyway, salesmen with beards. Are you a salesman with a beard and you get in, you're doing really well? You know why? It's because you've got a beard. Because salesmen with beards secure deals more often than clean shaven rivals because it makes them look trustworthy. Facial hair on male sales workers, regardless of age or perceived attractiveness, increased perceptions of ex expertise and trustworthiness, researchers found. <laughs> so there you go. He might be the dodgiest one of the lot. I'll tell you what, any dodgy salesmen out there now, they're going to be growing beards and you're going to be going, yeah, he looks, he's talking a right load of shit, but he's got a beard. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to buy off him. He's the most trustworthy out of the lot of them who's come. Salesmen are just trying to tuck you up anyway, aren't they? I mean, they're obviously the, they're good at it and they are there to make a commission. I've got to tell you, I mean, sometimes it's hard to turn them down. <laughs> sometimes I'm like... Can you please just give me the best deal? Because I am going to buy off you yeah, because you've 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 twisted my arm. 
you've visibly just twisted my arm and I am going to buy off you. But I tell you what, women sales, sales women, uh, I mean, I don't want to sound sexist or anything like that, but sales women, especially sexy sales women or women who can dress well, same as the men, same as they dress well. Uh, I mean, who's he selling to? Is he selling them to, you know, old ladies or sexy ladies, whoever, I don't know. Who's he, who's he uh, looking trustworthy to? Same as the lady. The, uh, the lady could go and sell to, you know, any bloke, any bloke, if she had their... Uh, you know, sell them a fucking, uh, uh, you know, a, a used dartboard. And they'd be like, yeah, £1,000 a month, yeah, you can't be in. <laughs> if it means that you're going to come back next week to sign the contract and uh, and whatever. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying that, you know, you've got to use your attributes. you got to, you got to uh, use your power and play to it. You know, you can't, I mean, for instance, you can't go in, anybody who goes in scruffy, scruffy, you know, uh tie on backwards or like you know or ruffled not on properly hair all over the place straight away you're a no-no aren't you you're just a warning sign to, to not go near him so it's all about the money it's all about the perception it's, it's weird because i know salespeople and they've got the most expensive car going they look like they fucking take a lot of money they look like they take a lot of money off vulnerable people because they're just driving around in like a 70 grand mercedes and they're pulling into your car park and you still buy off them because they just look like they know what they're doing at the same time. You know, if you pulled up in a three-wheeler van, you know, Dalboy van, and even Dalboy rocked up to you, nobody ever buys off him, do they? Anyway, Norman Cook, uh, Fat Boy Slim's got a dildo named after him. It's called Fat Boy, Fat Fat Boy Thin. <laughs> it's I don't know. Uh, he said it's his greatest honour to, to have a, uh, a a sex toy named after him. That'd be quite. Uh, that's quite something, isn't it? Rampant Rabbit, that, that guy's also proud, whoever, uh, Roger Rabbit, man, Rampant Roger Rabbit, well, Fat Boy Slim, um, has got everybody now <laughs> tuning, does he play a tune to him, that's got to be quite good if it was, right here, right now, right here, right now, <laughs> i tell you what, I'll just make this up as I go along, that was quite a good one if I say so myself, but yeah, if uh, uh, Fat Boy, everybody wants a Fat Boy Thin for Christmas, you can get one and his namesake. Does he look like him? Has he got his face on it? We don't know. I don't know any of that. All I know is that 100%, and if it doesn't, intellectual property rights again. If they add that in the Fat Boy Thin uh, Part 2, or, uh, you know, the second coming of that um, of that uh, dildo, or whatever it is, and it, if it comes out saying that, what I've just said, that is my uh, idea, and it's intellectual property rights right here on this podcast. Right, we're getting in there, nearly there. Cutting them short. There's a super gun. Well, anybody who is uh, thinking about having unprotected sex at the moment as well. Not that we are, because we're all stuck indoors. Super gonorrhea is on the, on the move anyway. But there's a super gonorrhea. Gonorrhea is bad enough. Super gonorrhea. That's like the fucking... Uh, that's not even a superhero of sex diseases. Well, it kind of is, but it's the anti-hero. Super gonorrhea. And uh, because everybody's uh, getting too distracted by covid the covid crisis the mutation of of a super gonorrhea has uh, hit the streets so watch out keep watch out out there don't get using anybody's fat boy things without giving it a good old wash first uh, don't share is what i'm trying to say and uh, i don't even know what it does to you but it don't sound too fucking good does it super gonorrhea it sounds quite powerful it could lead to blindness that's that's that ain't no kind of fun 
I mean, uh, imagine catching blindness off the most attractive person that you've ever fucking slept with, and all of a sudden you go blind. <laughs> you'd be like that, well, she'd be like, she'd be off, and you'd be like, well, you know, I can't see you anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I might as well get myself a fucking fat, ugly uh, partner now and just assume that it's you because I can't see you. Uh, anyway, moving on. And um, we had Black Sabbath star Tony Lummy claims that the rock band had a ghost as an extra member an extra uh, an extra band member so the the oh, i've got a ghost as well I told you dave the ghost he lives here he always comes in the, every now and then he's walked in on the podcast but uh, and it's good that black sabbath say uh, equally ridiculous things because they're also brummies from the same town as me and uh, they said that they had a, a a ghostly presence who guided them and seemed to be very real to them did you know they did used to take a lot of drugs as well um, so we always felt within the band that there was a fifth member and we felt that it was somebody overlooking us and guiding us that's because they obviously just got through all their shows when they were like thinking how the fuck are we doing this when we're off our nuts we've got some kind of ghostly conductor who's helping us get through it all but um, it's good well you know you've got to have a spiritual presence haven't you but that's why the music was so good and that's why music was so good from the 70s and the 60s because everybody was off it and everybody fucking didn't give a shit. They got up and just jammed and they didn't even know what they were making sometimes. They just blasted it out and look at Cream. You ever seen Cream? I didn't even know much about Cream but I watched a documentary on uh, Eric Clapton. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. But uh, Cream were like fucking... They used to just jam for hours on the stage, just fucking make it up as they go along. And they were brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And they were off the nuts. So there you go. As far as I'm aware, anyway. I mean, don't have to... Uh, no, Don't sue me, please, Eric. <laughs> You're never going to hear this little little podcast. But I like your music and uh, I like your documentary. So leave me alone. I'm only small fry. Anyway, I'm leaving there and uh, I'll probably do another one tomorrow. Check out the... Oh, sorry, check out... Uh, um, that documentary I've just told you about. Anyway, I'll leave it there. I'm talking myself into a, no, uh, a cul-de-sac now. Um, I'll do another one tomorrow. See you later. Bye.